Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where you go, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to talk about the Arkansas I don't know if it was a great game, but it was a game, and we won it by over 30 points. So it's a good game, but definitely not a great game, especially on offense. Ben, how you doing? Would you say that you're passing the mic over to me before we run through this podcast? Mm. Because if so, the coaches should probably take note. We, yes, You can absolutely. pass it over and yep. then run. Yep, you do. And I think we've been harping on that even from the very beginning before the season started that we could see that we needed to pass a little bit more. And we, I know we, you have to establish the run game to open up passing game, but there, there comes a point where you got to pass a little bit more. Well, it's funny because um, were you at this game? I'm sure you probably were, right? Uh, actually not this one, but I was oh, just so watching, watching on, on TV. TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you saw the same telecast as myself then. Mm-hmm. And that moment when it panned up to Chip Lindsay in the second half, and he was like throwing his hands up in the air. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, the commentators was... were like, "Yeah, you probably need to pass more." You have Jarrett sitting there with a great arm. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is like a three-step drop, have the wide receivers get in the mid, in between, and just turn around, hit them. Yep. Not that hard. Yep. And we were but doing instead, a lot of we were doing a lot of like quick run. passes. But it, that, yeah, that's good. But when we run on first down and get nowhere and run on second down and get nowhere, you can't do a quick pass anymore. No. I mean, you can't do at any- that point, sometimes we were even behind the original line of scrimmage because we weren't able to move the ball. And that's frustrating. Yep. Like, we got to move the ball running. We, we're not able to do that very effectively right now. Uh I mean, we didn't even have somebody that uh, broke over 50 yards rushing. That's frustrating for an Auburn team. Only not North 91 yards. Texas. The whole running for against against Arkansas. Well, and even and, you, and even Arkansas, like we were talking about it, this is one of the worst Arkansas teams we've ever seen. <laughs> and we only put up 91 yards of running against these guys. When you keep trying to make Cam Martin happen. And you know what? Cam Martin's a great kid, great competitor. He's not a downhill runner. And so we need to utilize him better in more of a speed sweep outside running type possibility. But we're not. We're just throwing him right at the line. The line can't open up a hole, and he just gets hit and falls down. Yeah. And really the only guy that I'm seeing can do that is Bowie Booby. Yep. He, he, pushed, he pushes piles. He does sometimes. He's definitely the strongest downhill runner we have. He's no... Trey Mason or anything like that. But he's uh, also a freshman. He is. He's definitely going to get better. And he's and he's learning. You can see he's probably watched Kerryon Johnson film from years previous 
he's looking like a very well-developed running back, even it's only four games into the season, a third of the way through the season as a freshman, a true freshman, and look at this guy. Very true. I'm not giving him enough credit. Um, and I, I, I think he's he's going to be our go-to guy um, from now on. You're going to see every once in a while flavors of Cam Martin or Sean Shivers. But, okay, where was Sean Shivers? He didn't even get into the game, I think, until like third, maybe fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Probably fourth quarter. Yeah, I feel like it was fourth quarter, and then he just got smashed. He didn't do a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, especially playing Arkansas, we should have utilized him more. But I don't know if there was some type of strategy with that. Not sure. I mean, maybe. And then my mind went to what just happened yeah, red this past rule. week. Yeah, with the new redshirt rule. It's kind of I, I view it as a side effect of the redshirt rule that everybody praised. It was, I mean, I I still like it, but it becomes what people are now calling the free agency of college football, where these players have this four games of uh, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to transition and keep that year of eligibility, transfer to a different school the next season, and that's the side effect of all this. Uh, I. Uh, I mean, we had Nate Kirk Myers, Javon Myers, and uh, Jalen Harris all leave. Um, definitely going to miss Nate Kirk Myers because of how good of a pass blocker he is. But then you see guys like Seth Williams, who's taking his place yep. in the lineup and throwing some incredible blocks. Um, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but it's just kind of weird that we didn't play Shivers other than maybe that rule. Like they're trying to keep Cam a little happy. So he doesn't leave the team. He can because still transfer, though. He can, yeah, technically, yeah. If he wanted to. I mean, that's true. Um, he's still. I mean, if we don't play him in the next game, I mean, he could. I mean, he could leave any time. Oh, he, we're definitely playing him if he stays. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially against uh, fighting Brett Favre, so mm-hmm. no worries there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I still attribute that like playing more of Cam Martin to that redshirt rule. Uh, more than anything. Uh, speaking of running backs, did you see Carrion Johnson break a hundred for the did. very first time for the Lions since 2013? It was 70 games, 70 games since they've had a hundred yard rusher, and Carrion <laughs> does it early in the season, pretty much cementing in my mind he's going to be one of he's probably be their primary running back from this point on. Which is excellent because I drafted him in my fantasy league. It's a good choice. Good choice. Yep. Um, okay, so obviously we've got lots of problems with offense. Most people are attributing it to offensive line. Chip Lindsey agrees to some extent <laughs> that it is, but he's like, it's other players too. Sometimes how, I don't how know much... if Chip Lindsey knows how to do what he wants to do. What do you mean by that? I mean, I know he wants to move the ball, and he he thinks he knows how to do that. But I don't think he truly knows how to do that with this team, hmm. which is weird. I mean, I know I'm sure Gus has a lot of input as far as like we need to be more running and whatever. And he says that every press conference. But the fact of the matter is our prime players are at quarterback and wide receiver. We are mediocre on the offensive line and running backs are coming up, but they're not where they need to be. And if you can't break a hole in the line, it's very difficult to run. 
Yeah. And and I heard a good line from one of the running backs who was interviewed. I don't even know if it was an Auburn running back. But the first three to four yards of every single run is not necessarily on the running back. It's on the team because that's they absolutely have to true. open up holes yep. and get those guys to that second level where you get the big chunk yardage for running running plays. Yeah, because if you get hit with one guy, you can bounce off of him. You get hit with two guys, you can still break that. You get hit with eight guys, no. You're not going anywhere. You're going backwards. Yep. And that's what happened in a lot of these plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you I still mean, like... A fourth and that, one. Do you, we can't do you, block that, on a fourth and one. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, okay, let's get into the fourth and one discussion. Because we can't figure out a fourth and one situation. We tried last week with a fourth and one, slow developing play. Obviously, that didn't work. This week, we pulled – it was a quicker draw play like or a handoff play uh, in shotgun. Still didn't work. Uh, what do you think we should do on fourth and ones? Obviously, get it, but like, what do you do? Uh, I guess we need to line it up like we did it in 2013 and have Chandler Cox be that Jay Prosh type character. We haven't really done that. Hmm. That would at least give an extra body to open a hole, hopefully. Yeah. And, and or we could just fake fine. run and pass. I'm fine with that. True. Yeah. We can do that too. My, my, I would love to see, and I still don't know why Auburn doesn't do it, especially on the goal line or a fourth and one situation. What, why don't we just get under center and quarterback sneak it? Punch it through. I, I don't know. Jarrett's fumbled a couple of those. So it might be just we don't practice it enough. Okay. I mean, he doesn't take that many under center besides pretty much just the sugar huddle from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I can't remember him taking it under center for really anything else. Yeah. So that that may be part of it. But I'm still, hey, practice that 30 times after practice. Snap the ball right in Jared's hands. You're, you can get better at it. And, and we can get some push on the offensive line when it's that kind of thing. I mean, literally, it's just falling forward an extra yard. Well, you'd hope. <laughs> I'd hope. I'd hope. I mean, it's better than starting five yards behind the line of scrimmage. No, very, very true. Yep. Um, so I don't. I just. I don't know about that. I wish we could figure out something, and we haven't figured out that go-to play like we had last year with Carry On being in the Wildcat. That that was that seemed to be like our short yardage. We needed some extra oomph, and Carry On stepped in there. Maybe we're trying to figure that out. I hope we are. Uh, all right. This offense, I mean, really, we didn't even score on the three. <laughs> like, we had to kick a field goal. Yep. What What was up with that? Why can't we score from the three? Get We have three plays to get three yards, and we can't do it. Or two yards even. I don't even remember. It was close. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, it's just frustrating. Yep. Um, Pass first. We... The the fact that we're struggling with a team that got obliterated by North Texas, mm-hmm. and of course at the end of the at the end of the game, the score looked good. We covered whatever, but on offense we had just over two hundred yards and couldn't put any type of running game together at all. Uh, and then we we started three possessions. I think it is in the red zone. Yep, that's insane. Mm-hmm. We only scored a couple times on offense. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious the red zone is the issue. I mean, that's, that's, we can get it to the red zone. Getting it past the red zone into the end zone is, is the issue. 
And we've struggled all year long on that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right, here, here's a random thought. When we're in the red zone, I feel like we're just struggling to figure out what to do. And what if we start adding somebody in that's a little bit different? I'm, not, I'm just going to pitch this here. Somebody like Joey Gatewood. <laughs> do you remember, remember A-Day? Well, yeah. But, okay, we don't necessarily need him to pass. But that makes Put us one-dimensional. But he can pass if he needs to. I mean, he's he's gonna pass. He has probably a better passing bu- ability than a wildcat. Like, if you put Booby in there. Yeah, true. So it keeps him. I'm a glad little you didn't honest. even mention Willis. I was about to yell no. at you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not big enough. He's not a wildcat quarterback. He's a okay. We've got fifty yards to go in the field, in the middle of the field. Give it to him, and he'll hand it off a few times and then break one for 50 yards. Like that's the kind of Willis that I expect out of him. Um, uh, but what do you think of that? Like, would, do you think that playing Joey Gatewood could work? If in this game, yes, this coming game that's coming up. Sure. But mm-hmm. against a team that is good. Well, see, honestly, even playing Joey Gatewood against Arkansas, Jared Stidham got sacked four times. Yeah. Four times against mm-hmm. a team that has lost two games to non-conference teams right now. I mean, and I, and they're probably not going to win an SEC game. I can't imagine. I can't season. either. I mean, Kentucky is like the best Kentucky team we've seen in <laughs> a decade. Yeah. Yeah, there were way Pro- too many times that just our defense got pushed back and that makes it hard on any quarterback. Um there were seven tackles for losses. Uh and those four sacks like how how does that happen I, I we shouldn't allow that against a weak weak defensive attack from arkansas i just don't get it i don't either man um for running back you're still feeling booby is like the the guy for us i am yeah it'd be nice uh, to to start him and keep him in the position rather than keeping on moving people around yeah Gus keeps saying running back by committee, and I just disagree. No, I, I think it's just jargon at this point. Um, <laughs> it just seems like it. I don't I don't believe it for a moment. Uh, and then I'm fine with throwing Shivers in there every once in a while or the speed sweep with Schwartz or something. I don't believe it, but then at the same time, he, he pulls Booby out to put in Cam Martin. Yep, it's a weird one. And yeah, Cam Martin, I mean, if you look at his stats, it looks pretty good. I mean, he did have almost, what, five yards rushing per per run? I mm-hmm. mean, that's not bad. Um, but in the end, like, you know that's not that great when you actually watch him on film. It's not like he's moving guys around and making shifty plays. I don't know. I don't mean I'm to be just... hating on Cam Martin. He's a fine player. He's just not, he's not what we need at that position right now. Yeah. Um, wide receivers, we saw some really good play from them. Um, every once in a while you'd see flashes of it. We didn't do a whole bunch of throwing, um, only had 15 receptions on the day. Um, but really, I mean, we were in really short yardage situations. But see, that's the thing is like, if we're in really short yardage situations, every team we go up against are going to expect us to run mm -hmm. and we're just playing into their hand. Yep. And that's why we can't score from the three-yard line or anytime we get in the red zone 
because we go back to what we've done in the past five years, and guess what? This team isn't the same team that we had over the past five years. Mm-hmm. We don't and have I hope, that. I really hope the coaches understand that. Yeah, like they're not. Well, they don't right coaching. now. Yeah, we don't have the all-American running back who can break tackles left and right. Booby's great, like we said earlier, freshman. Mm-hmm. Cam Martin's not a guy to break tackles. Jarrett is not a running quarterback. Nope. He's not mobile at all. Nope. He ran for a touchdown, and mm-hmm. I thought he was going to die. <laughs> so he's, he puts his like, body on the it, line way too often. It, you know what it reminded me of? It wasn't as bad as this, but when what was it? it – it I'm pretty sure it was the Sugar Bowl where Sean White – broke his oh arm. my gosh yes it did that kind of reminded me a little bit it wasn't as nasty of a hit but it he was still, a hit he still got hit by two guys and rolled off mm-hmm. like yeah. you can't take those no that's a great <laughs> he effort. made it happen yeah and i love to have a quarterback that will when when he sees the team struggling he's like all right guys you aren't you aren't doing it and, and that's why you saw on the sidelines his face is freaking frustrated yep he doesn't know why this isn't – I mean, maybe he does know, and I think he does know. I mean, he's frustrated at the offensive line. I mean, I saw him over there one time on the sidelines, like trying to talk to his offensive line, but I just feel like he doesn't have the trust in the offensive line that he needs to. And so he's reason. running for his life. Yeah. On almost every place, he's running for his life. And that's why we've got to drop guys, like a three-step drop by him and a three-step turn for the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You do a couple of those, you can't rush as many players. They've yep. got to stay back and get into coverage. Then you can run. Yep. It's not that hard, but we're just we're just playing into the defense's hand. Yeah. And then we limit ourselves and we have to pass on along and then we have to punt. Yep. And they know when we're going to have to pass along because then they go to something like a cover 2 and can drop an extra guy because we're in long yardage situation makes it that much harder on our young wide receivers. I mean, we've got veteran ones, but we've got some inexperience there still. Even when, even when a team rushes like four, four players, Mm -hmm. that offensive line is only going to hold up for five seconds. Mm -hmm. So you've got to get rid of the ball quick. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it's fear from the interceptions against LSU or what it is. But even when Jarrett needs to get the ball to a wide receiver who may not be open or is running across the field, he hasn't. He's held on to it and then run for his life and either gotten sacked or thrown out of bounds. Yep. And there's even times where he has wide receivers open. I feel like because his offensive line is not giving him the time he needs, mm-hmm. his eyes drop. He may go to like one, two, nope. All right, running. Yeah. Like, no, I that, I feel like it, it's that quick for him. Yeah, that's what I'm like, seeing he, as well. He's not able to go through all his progressions, and it just feels like he, he doesn't see the field as clearly. I feel like he's got these, like, foggy goggles on now. <laughs> like, you, you can only see it at some points, and then you clear it up, you can see it for a little bit, and then it gets more foggy. Like, that kind of – it just seems like over and over, he just doesn't see – when things are open or when he does see them and they're too open, like he just, I don't know, puts a little too much juice into it. I want to see him make those long passes. And if we make even one or two of those, we're probably not talking nearly as much about this offense. 
being yep. an issue because we're able to drive down the field and score touchdowns other than that one drive that we had at the end of the game we really didn't have anything we had a half i mean we had what one and a half drives in this game that's it the special teams and defense pretty much got it done for us yeah and that's weird especially for like a gus malzahn team mm-hmm. offense has always been and i mean heck probably the past 20 years of auburn teams defense has been good but offense has been able to make things happen Mm-hmm. And this is a weird year. I mean, granted, we had 2012. That was a thing. <laughs> I don't remember it very well. No. Um, but besides that, you, you've got to be able to have some type of of consistency. We just don't have any. We're we're just constantly letting the defenders run through our offensive line, and then making blunders. Yep. And the way to fix that pass first. That's the only and, thing and I can say. We gotta do it, and we gotta do it quick. And yep. we gotta, we gotta get those quick throws out there, and then we gotta have the middle, middle field passing game. And I, I feel like we we go to it every once in a while, but we didn't from pretty much any of my recollection of this game. We didn't pass really anything past well, the ten yard line. We didn't pass down the field. Besides and those we didn't long pass passes out to the sides. Stupid. Well, Jared, Jared didn't target anyone out on the sidelines except for behind so true. the line scrimmage. So basically and, and we have well, that was a, that's a strength of Stidham is that exactly. back shoulder throw. Yeah. Why didn't and he do I that? I don't know if my only guess is LSU shook him up. Mm. But he mm-hmm. telegraphed those. Oh yeah. Like the LSU bad plays he had were telegraphed passes. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly who he wanted to go to and he ran out to the side and threw. Yep. Or he threw across his body. So, it, I know, I know we expected a lot from Jarrett, and we still do. And he's had a very difficult time with this offensive line, but he needs to take charge. And we've got to be giving him more opportunities to be successful. Absolutely, neither of those and, are and happening right now. No, and that maybe that's why he's getting frustrated. He's not seizing those opportunities when he has them. So he's kicking himself in the foot, just like what? What am I doing? Like. Ah. What am I doing? I need to just keep doing, I guess. I don't know, but like, there definitely isn't that connection there. And in one of my, um, one of the guys in my office, he pointed out something, and I, I don't know if it's true or not on these deep balls. Like, why is he missing when he used Overthrowing to be so everyone. dead on? Do you think it has to do with Schwartz just being so much quicker and then it throwing off his timing? of all of the other wide receivers. Could that possibly it? No. You don't think so? I mean, he said he couldn't out-throw Schwartz, and then he did. True. He did. So, no. (laughs) I think he's just off. And I don't know if it's from frustration or from overexcitement when he has the opportunity. I'm not sure. Yeah. But also, also, and we have to point this out, the wide receivers, as talented as they are, are not diving for these, these passes. Like, so you're just saying like they're just not giving like that hundred percent for these well, kind of things? Maybe so. I mean, I watched the highlights from the Alabama game, and mm-hmm. had to be comparing to across the state because I don't care what they do until we play them. But there was one throw that Tua made that he threw. Oh yeah, and it was one. way mm-hmm. out in front of the guy, and he dove and caught the ball. Amazing catch. Yep. yep. Like something you'd see in the NFL. Mm-hmm. No one on our team has done anything like that, except for. Um, it was uh yeah, Falcon Yep. 
Well, well, South Carolina did it. Too. South Carolina uh, did that it. That was that, that was, was the, the first jump game. up and yeah against Washington. Uh, uh, Seth Williams. There you go. Yep. That came on my mind. Yep. <laughs> he didn't do much this game, so I totally forgot his name already. Terrible. Yeah. 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 Seth Williams against like LSU. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the things I wanted to point out before we move on to defense and special teams is I did notice Ryan Davis. He looked more like himself this this game than he ever has. I just felt like he was more shifty. He didn't break anything longer than a thirteen yard pass, but you know what? That's fine. Like he he looks like he's doing what he needs to, and in his like in his position, he got six receptions and. He he just seemed like in his groove this game. He looked like Ryan Davis from last year. Absolutely. And he had some uh some really great plays on special teams too. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about special teams because they 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 were extremely fun to watch this game. They were one of the reasons that we, you know, had the score we did. Otherwise mm-hmm. it would have been what, seventeen to three probably? It probably would have been a much more sad score. Also, we'll get to this in a second. But three, yep. I about flipped a table when they kicked that field goal. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a second. Sorry. Yeah, getting ahead of myself. All right. Um. So we had some fantastic plays. Um. We had the Igbenogany ninety-six yard touchdown. Ended up being the Igbenogany was the SEC Special Teams Player of the Week. Yeah, that's pretty uh, exciting. For that, uh. First time since 2013 with Corey Grant that we've done a kickoff return for a touchdown. Fun, fun to watch, and he honestly looked like so much quicker than anybody on the Arkansas returning team. Like there, there, there was no chance. Like he was outrunning guys that had good angles on him. I don't know what that is. I mean, maybe we need to use him on offense at this point. I want to see him used if he's do, making this stuff happen on special teams. Maybe we need to transition him back to offense on certain certain plays. We could. We might need that. He can play both sides. He can. I mean, that's where he started out. He was uh what a wide receiver. He yeah, was wide receiver. Yep, track and star wide receiver. To defensive back. Mm-hmm. Uh, another great play uh, that we had was uh, Ryan Davis's uh, punt return. Uh, ran it back thirty six yards. Had and, two really big ones. Yeah. And that one he missed made five guys miss. Just a fantastic job. Um, what else about Ryan Davis do you like? I mean, it just seems like he's doing well in offense, and now you're seeing him like we were hoping have that breakout season on special teams as well. Yeah, I mean, sure hands. He's quick, shifty. There's there's nothing not to like. The only thing that he wasn't able to do was just finish it out. But once you've run past. 11 players it's difficult to be able to you know not have one of them catch up with you yeah so true um all right and then we also had those two near punt blocks and i mean i guess one of them was like a partial maybe both of them were partial yeah, one I mean, was either like, way it was terrible punts by them yep well or it was good good uh blocking by us we've definitely been practicing it yeah yeah we know how to bring the heat this year which is which is honestly a breath of fresh air i I love the punt block, and we don't do enough mm-hmm. of it. And this year, we've done it quite a few times. Yeah, and uh, just finally paid off against Arkansas. Yeah, and I feel like we're doing it in the perfect time, where they're backed up, maybe at like the twenty fifteen yard line. So the the punter is almost in the end zone, if not in the end zone. Mm-hmm. 
we just bring the pressure and we say to Ryan Davis as the punt returner, fair catch that crap if they somehow get it off his foot. Yep. <laughs> uh, we do a great job of it. I mean, you're seeing how great with this another punt block. Um, and then what the heck, KJ Britt just picks it up. That was just a smart play. Picks it up, runs it, uh, and almost got in. Almost. And that's what led to the frustration <laughs> of not punching it in. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, come on. Uh, Anders, not so great of a game. He missed a 54-yarder and also missed a 52-yarder, but he did make a 53 or 43-yarder. But see, I, we should have had him kick the 43 first, and mm-hmm. I bet he would have had better success with the other two. Absolutely. And I love that we have some confidence in Anders to make these 50-plus yarders. But if he doesn't have the confidence in himself, yep, he's not going to make them. Yep, exactly. And he's a freshman. Give him some time. He's he's going to get there. I At that point, I'm really thinking, if we have the opportunity to make a 50-plus yarder, I don't want to make it unless it's a game critical. At the end of the game, we need to make it to either tie or go ahead. I want to see him get a little bit closer. So I'd be fine either punting it or if it's close enough for us to go for it on fourth, go for it. But I I, I just feel like this is hurting his confidence. And we've done it now, what, three, four times now, it seems like, where we put him out 50-plus and say, all right, go kick it, make it. And then when he doesn't, I don't know what that is. It just hurts him more. Yeah. No, that's that's completely true. And I think he's unfairly being treated because he's Carlson. But look yep, at his brother. Absolutely. His brother has had a difficult year too. Yeah. Yes. And so in those situations, like you said, punt it. Or if it's manageable, we can try to go for it if we don't want to pin him deep. Yep. Or we can, you know, quarterback pooch kick it or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Do the Cam Newton kick. Yeah. That kind of thing. But we don't need to be putting our kicker in a situation where it's just going to destroy his confidence if he doesn't get it. Oh, absolutely. It it would be... I mean, I just want him to get confident. And I feel like he's building that. I mean, he he's getting there, but when he just misses these long... I mean, one of them, he just pushed a little right. The other to the left didn't look good at all. Didn't get much height that the left one okay when he missed it that's probably one of the worst ones but i don't know like i just want to see him build confidence and we're building we're trying to it's like we got to think he's going to be here probably for four years unless something happens and he transfers but he's going to be here for four years we got to start him as a freshman remember he's a freshman keep him going uh with these shorter field goals for punting we also had a fantastic game. Uh, Mr. Australian Aaron. Australian Aaron. It. Just killed it. Um, I mean, I was getting kind of complacent and fine with the 40-yard average punts, but Aaron is just exceeding our punt game, and he's doing a great job of pinning guys deep. He averaged 47 yards per punt, and he had a long of 60. That's the kind of yards that we were hoping for and really hadn't seen probably since Stephen Clark. Would you say probably since him? Yeah. Well, I mean, you look back on it now, and I don't blame Aiden Marshall for transferring at all. He he yeah. knew the guy that he was you know, up against from practice. So true. And uh, 
Australian Aaron, while a little bit slower to get the pun off than I'd like, once he gets it in the air, that weird, crazy, high bobble, mm-hmm. if it doesn't get caught, it goes rolling for a ways, which is That's awesome. so true. And he does, he, he keeps it in the air so long. I'm still amazed that some of these don't get returned. He did have one that got returned for 13 yards. Um, I mean, that's going to happen every once in a while. But you know what? I, I'm fine with him just booming it long, pinning him in it, it, it really deep. I mean, he's going to do that. And that's that's where I'm so glad we have him. Um, and, yeah, again, I don't blame Aiden for leaving. I mean, it's just, just part of it. Yep. Um, any other thoughts on special teams before you go on to defense? I hope they continue to play this caliber because if we don't improve on offense, we're going to need them very much. Mm-hmm. And more blocks. Absolutely. Block everyone. Yes. Yes. Keep blocking and uh, keep Carlson shorter distances for now. Yes. Unless it's a game critical kick and then give it to him. And then please try to get in a better position. Yeah. Line in yeah. the center or something. Yep. Um, all right. It's defense. I mean, this was okay. First off, Kevin Steele, his conference. What do you make of it? Because <laughs> he people are, are going a little. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> he reminded me. Okay, if you know the Office, you think of. I think of Kevin, like Kevin from the Office, not Kevin Steele. Kevin from the Office. Kevin loves his short words. Kevin short sentences. Like that's that's how he would say it. Kevin likes short sentences, but he would just everything is short, and that's what I felt like Kevin Steele was doing. He would give these short responses. Uh, what do you expect out of this game? Uh, a win. <laughs> I, I wanted to count. I, I might go back and do it just for kicks and giggles. How many words did he actually say in that? I'm going to say mean, it has to be like 13, say? 13. I think it might be a little bit more than that, <laughs> but it's going to be like in the like 20 to 30 range. <laughs> yeah. I guess not including, are we done yet? And then leaving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not we're not I'm not including that one. <laughs> I want to go number it. Um, do you make anything of that is that do you think there's some coach strife going on or was there something bad that went on in his life right before this? I don't know why. I mean, they always go right after the Sunday practice. I mean, defense is one of the positive highlights yeah. from yeah. this last game. So, I don't know if he's necessarily going to be upset about that. We really did everything think- we needed to on defense. Do you think, and this is this was my thought, because we've seen it in years previous with Gus Melzon's offenses that when they, they aren't in a rhythm, it puts the defense out on the field a lot. Do you think Steele's pretty much saying to Chip Lindsay and Gus, gosh, y'all got to get your crap together on offense. Man, he, My guys can only put not, out so much. Be. Yeah. No, I I completely agree if that's, if that's kind of what you're reading into it. That's, I mean, that's how I'm, re- I'm seeing it. I mean, I don't know if that's true. But I could see it happening. Well, here's the thing is if we keep playing the way we are and the defense has to be on the field more than half the game, we're going to have to start dealing with injuries, and no one wants that. No. Especially in our secondary. The field, we can't have any injuries in the secondary because they already are too thin, apparently. Very, yeah. So, yeah. We didn't get any I mean, defensive penalties, which was pretty impressive. or at least That is impressive. Not huge ones. I don't yeah, remember a pass interference. There was no pass interference, which they tried that. Arkansas did go go to the playbook of LSU of pass it to the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. And 
our defensive backs, I mean, I could, I mean, some of them looked exactly like the LSU plays. And I don't know if that means the refs had a little like training. Hey guys, y'all, y'all caught it a little too much in the LSU game. Uh, Probably. Let's not do that in the Arkansas game. I don't know if it was that or maybe it's an epiphany. Those defensive backs figured out, all right, this is the line. This is how much you can do. This is how much you can have your hand on the guy. I mean, there might be some of that. Um, I mean, I take it as positive. I mean, we we didn't have too many negative plays from defense um, like that. We did even cause uh, a turnover. Um, I mean, that was that was pretty nice. We got a fumble recovered, um, and we also had the interception at the end of the second quarter. Uh, I mean, what what do you make of this of our defense? Is it like we're thinking the strong point? We gotta keep holding on, hope that they can keep us in big games, even when we may only be able to put together like two to three drives in a game. Well, right now, if we don't get a turnover from the defense, we're not going to win the game. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been the situation. Every yep. game where we've gotten a, a defensive turnover, we've won. So maybe, I mean, if the offense doesn't step it up and put together some consistent drives. It's going to land on the defense's shoulders, unfortunately, them and special teams to make make plays. Yeah, and special teams and defense so far stood up to the challenge and put us in really good situations where we can make plays. Um, yeah, and- all right, that 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 block in the back. Let's let's talk about that. That got called for intercept, uh, like right after the interception. Uh, Should have been a pick six from Javaris Davis, and then Dontavious Russell, number ninety five got called for blocking the back. The play that they kept showing on TV and in the stadium was definitely not a block in the back. Nope. I'm a little, I don't know. I didn't see it in person, but I heard that it probably wasn't that block. It was some other block that Dontavious threw before that. Did you hear anything like that? Like, what do you make of it? I, I make that, uh, we had the Javaris Davis watch and he delivered, he would have delivered more. I'm Absolutely. I'm not sure where the where the call was coming from. I didn't see anything either. Uh, and it's just it's frustrating when you're you're like, that's a great play. Yep. And a silly blocking black back call that probably I mean it should not have been called. Not probably it should not have been called unless there was some other blocking the back which could have been. I yeah. Don't know. Well, it didn't have any effect on the play itself. Exactly. So. If it's on the other side of the field type deal, what does it matter? Even if the thing is, no one saw, or at least that I know of, actually saw what the heck they were talking about. Yeah. And even if it did happen, it was nowhere near the the ball, nowhere mm-hmm. near the play. Yeah. I don't know that that one still just pees me a little bit. Yep. Um, kind of still convinced that the <laughs> SEC refs are out to get us somehow. In any way possible. I mean, we ended up with seven penalties for 40 yards. I mean, it was a little better, but you shouldn't be having seven penalties in a game regardless. I, it's, I don't know. Um, Daniel Thomas, um, he almost had a pick of the, in the first quarter. Jamel Dean, that big old hit. Oh. That was quite a hit. You know, when I heard it, I was like, oh, no, not targeting but it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was just because he, he had his head up. He yeah. had his head up. He did. And didn't launch. Nope. 
He just led to the shoulder. The mm-hmm. Just crush it. Yeah. Loudest hit I've heard all year. <laughs> that that made me just. I mean, as soon as I was sitting on the couch watching it, and I hopped up. Me too. Because and just I yelled. like adrenaline rushed through me because I felt the same feeling that I felt when I did that in high school. I was like, Ooh! it just. Yeah, like, and the hardest part I remembered when I did lay that hit, and I'm not, I feel like I'm not a pretty, I'm not a cocky kind of guy, but I feel like my inclination was to stand up over the guy and taunt. (laughs) Do you have any videos? I'm so glad. No. Oh man, I want to see that. (laughs) I didn't do it, but I wanted to. (laughs) And I'm so glad Jamel Dean didn't do that because it would have been a penalty on him. Oh yeah, for sure. would have negated that play. Yep. (laughs) Um, But that was a great play. Um, Marlon Davidson had quite a game again. He got a sack. Um, we well, had a huge hit on the quarterback that almost caused an interception. I mean, we almost had the interception after that play. Uh, Javaris Davis, he almost had an interception as well. We were, I feel like we were on the cusp of getting an interception, like another interception this game. Well, Andrew Williams almost even had one <laughs> off the yep. deflection from that Marlon Davis tip. <laughs> He would have been great. He initially it was called. It just kind of fell <laughs> fell to the ground, unfortunately. I know. He needs that wide receiver training. Get he, your hands under the ball. He played it really well. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Why we reviewed that play, I have no idea. Yeah. It was it was a turnover regardless. And I was like it was. just let the big man have an interception. <laughs> I know. It was a matter of what, two yards or something? Either he caught it and you got two yards back or it's an incompletion doesn't matter it really doesn't matter yep and it just slows down the game i don't like that that was this stupid is one of those like silly doesn't matter maybe it was a stat thing for like the arkansas quarterback or whatever i don't know eh, maybe but i don't know i i think they should have given the big man the interception yeah all right their their quarterback he he was a big boy mr story we we laid some licks on him but somehow still only managed, I think, what is it, one sack or two sacks, something like that. Um, definitely not enough. Um, yeah, just two sacks on the day. Uh, we hurried him up, but what we weren't able to, like, close. Is that any way concerning to you that our defensive line is not able to close and get those sacks? Uh, not really. Not in this game. We've definitely seen the defensive line do well. Mm-hmm. I think when it matters, we'll bring more heat and definitely get those for this game. I mean, we... We did bring the heat a couple times, especially on third down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I mean, that's the only thing. Like, I I was expecting on third downs when we're bringing sometimes six or seven guys. He threw it away a lot, though. Mm -hmm. He did. He was was not afraid to just chuck it out of bounds when a player was coming right at him. Yep, and that's why he... Was only thirteen for thirty-one. Yeah, because a lot of times he he no, saw it coming, and that's smart. That's a really smart play. Yep, I just stop and think about it. I was like, why didn't we get more? But no, that's yeah. that's totally why. He just chucked out of bounds a lot of times. Yeah, like a player gets close to him, the line breaks down. He just throws it away. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, it's it's better than a it's couple of things Jarrett did. Mm-hmm. Jarrett runs around and then takes a big sack for like fifteen yards. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. It, it kind of, I mean, it kind of concerns me. I want them to get more sacks, and and I'm not seeing the well, the stats don't tell the, the whole story though. Yeah, yeah. Because we definitely, I was thinking about you roughed that. them up. 
Yeah, we did bring the heat in a lot of areas. And it was late in the game, too, when we were still still practicing like a, uh, what, like eight-man blitz or something like that? There were times, it seemed, I don't know if we ever brought eight, but it seemed like it. It was either seven. It was at least seven. Yeah. So it was almost like the engage eight play on like NCAA football is just throw a yeah. few guys back and just pin yeah. your ears back for everyone else. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, any other final thoughts on this Arkansas game? Uh, I'm glad we beat them and covered the spread. Should have been mm-hmm. more, but you know, it was a win in the SEC and we're one and one now. Kind of wish we had played Arkansas before LSU, but can't change things. So, this next game will be a good little time to get ready for Mississippi State, and then the team that just lost to Kentucky will be difficult. Yeah. It, this game gave me some confidence that when our offense is struggling extremely, special teams is going to step up and make those special plays like they did this past game, and defense is going to stand strong. That that gives me some confidence going on. I mean, it still scares me when we go into teams that – we need to go into the 30s and we need to do that with touchdowns on offense not just have these special plays the kickoff returns that kind of thing we need more than that to win against these the other other teams because they're not going to allow as many special teams special plays like this yeah um uh before we go ben uh can you give your social media contacts so they can uh keep in contact with you Sure, you guys can find me anywhere on social media at B-E-N-K-1-N-G. And you can find me on Twitter at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle! Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?